Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another On the Water with Dustin White. Dustin, how you doing? Well, Marvin, doing great. It's a little sweaty here in uh, balmy Wyoming, but otherwise doing uh, doing just fine. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think you had a 50-degree temperature swing today. It went from 53 to like 102, right? Yeah, we were 102 this afternoon, so a little hot on the water this this, this afternoon, but uh Fishing's been good, and as long as we're, uh, you know, prepping for the conditions, uh, pretty enjoyable days out there. Yeah, so uh, last time we spoke, the flows were super messed up. Is th- things kind of gotten back to normal? We're getting there, you know, on the reef. Um, they actually bumped us last week up to 1,500 uh, from 1,000 CFS, and we're expecting another bump uh, here any day now to hopefully get us up into the you know, at least over the 2000 CFS hump, uh, which will be really, really great. That'll start flushing out uh, this, both the sediment and the moss that's kind of prohibited us from fishing the lower sections of the reef. Um, and so that's just going to be good uh, for the fishing, good for the fish, good for the anglers. And so we're really looking forward to that. Uh, and we're grateful for the bump um, that, that we got a, a few days ago. Um, again, fishing's been you know, pretty solid, uh, even with that, uh, fish are eating PMDs and yellow sallies, um, pretty regularly. So we are really excited about that and seeing some heads even looking up and in the afternoon as well. The, uh, the miles still holding around 3000 ish, uh, probably a tick below that, uh, it has been, um, fishing, um, pretty darn good. Um, the goldens have shown up. We're seeing those big rises, uh, a fish just crashing on the surface. Uh, so the dry fly action right now in the mile has been a ton of fun. And then uh, the the bighorn is actually going to be dropping down to 3,500 CFS uh, tomorrow. So that gets us back down in that range of, of where you want the bighorn at. So I think we're through all of the um, overwhelming uh, amounts of water that we that we were getting this this late spring and early summer. And so flows are starting to fluctuate back into what we would expect uh, to see as normative flow, flows for this time of year. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about either floating over the bridge on the big horn or getting decapitated, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the 8th Street Bridge, we're just going to go over it rather than have the duck to go under it. So yeah, so we're, so we're back into that camp now. Or will be uh, shortly, yeah. Yeah, or you have to go seal team six and go over the rail and hold onto the boat, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's made, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, as they, they did start ticking us down over the last few weeks, and so we, we've been able to float the horn, uh, but we've had to kind of augment the flow of going from wetting the waters down to eight and kind of running that multiple times or doing that and then jumping down, uh, you know, below State Park and, and floating the lower sections of it. But um, as we've been dropping down, um, it's been, it's been fishing, uh, you know, pretty solid and we've been happy about that. Yeah. So, uh, have you made your clients eat their Wheaties in the morning so they can help you portage the boat? <laughs> we haven't had to do the portage thing, thankfully. So we haven't done that. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll kind of just take out at eighth street and kind of recycle the top or jump down low to, to Wakeley and fish some of the lower stuff, uh, in that section. But, uh, all in all pretty good. And like I said, we're, we're thankful that, uh, 
you know, flows are dropping down. Uh, we've just been announced that, that tomorrow they'll they'll hit 3,500. And uh, so we won't have to do the the portage game or the the cycling back around thing. So we should we should be back to, you know, what folks would normally uh, see this time of the year uh, on the horn as well. Yeah. And so how long do you expect your dry fly fishing to last? We should be uh, in in pretty good territory for dry flies um, from here through the remainder of the fall. Um, typically, you know, uh, at least on the mile, you know, the, the big thing that, that keys them in really is those golden stones, which we are right in the thick of now. It's a ton of fun. If folks uh, are in the area or willing to make the drive uh, to make the john out to the mile, this is the time to do it. This is the the time of year where all of us guides uh just get so stoked to go fish it we we uh we are you know <laughs> we're on cloud nine now there um and then on the reef um they'll start uh, to see hoppers uh hopefully those tall grasses we've had are going to start to dry out a little bit uh near the river and kind of drive those hoppers near it um and that's what really keys those fish to start looking up uh, they'll, they'll eat, uh, you know, some PMDs, some caddises. We're starting to see a lot of fish eating caddis on the surface in the afternoon. So that's uh, really exciting. And as we, you know, progress into August and the hatch starts to shift, um, the fish really get eager to eat trichos, uh, and, and a lot of the spinnerfall of the trichos, you'll find a lot of fish eating there. And then we just keep progressing on through the hatch of the season as we get into the early fall Blue wings start uh, becoming more prominent on the surface. Caddis as well. Um, they, 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 it just gets better. So uh, the dry fly fishing is is going to be here, but it's it's just going to continue to to get better as we progress through you know midsummer into late summer and then into the fall. Uh, it should it should get uh, real good for folks. Yeah, well, there you go. And I've got, I tell you, I've been doing this a long time. Probably one of the most thoughtful and uh, introspective questions. I think I've ever gotten on the articulate fly from Tony English. Oh man, let's hear it. Yeah. So he wants, he wants to know, would you consider a bead to be a trout emerger? Wow. That's, that's a great question. What I would tell Tony is, you know, it's not rocket surgery. Um, beads and, and I understand this for some folks that might not have, uh, uh, a, a total um, grasp on entomology um, that, uh, you know, a, a bead wouldn't be a merger. You know, uh, they're going to float. Uh, they're not going to float up. They're not going to rise up uh, as uh, we would expect to see with our aquatic insects. So uh, a bead uh, that would be mimicking, you know, a trout egg or a sucker egg that we have here in the North Platts or any other fish, a fish species that's, that's spawning, most of those eggs are going to hang pretty close to the bottom. And so, you know, if you're fishing during a particular species spawn that the trout are eating on, uh, again, we just came out of the sucker spawn uh, where the trout are really keyed in on, on sucker eggs. You know, we would uh, utilize a bead for that. Um, you know, we're going to go a little deeper, a little longer, a little heavier so that those beads are are hanging near the bottom. So that's a great question from Tony and really encourage him just to, you know, keep pressing in and learning. That's great. Yeah. You think you should try fishing them on the swing? You know, a, a swing on a bead. Um, I've had clients um, on, on unknowingly actually get a fish, you know, forgetting the men and they're looking back, talking to me, chatting. And as their, uh, their bobber swings and the, the beads under it, 
uh, they'll get a grab or two. So you never know. Uh, just, just depends. But, uh, I, you know, to Tony, I'd say give it a whirl. Yeah. And is uh candy apple green, your favorite, uh, color to paint your beads? Ooh, uh, <laughs> great question as well. No, I'm, uh, I'm all over the map with, with my beads. So, I, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we, we get pretty techy with them, especially in Northeast Ohio with our, with our fish that come off of Lake Erie, but even our fish here in, in central Wyoming, uh, you're always trying to stay ahead of the, uh, the rest of the, the trend from uh, the other guys, the other anglers. So you're trying to get that little bit of uniqueness to your pattern, whether it's, you know, scaling up or down a size, maybe shifting the color, customizing it with some of the nail polish, um, you know, we, we're, we're big into that, but, uh, I haven't tried the candy apple red yet. Yeah. I was, uh, and then we'll just stop there. I won't even ask you about the flavored nail polishes. If those, those work for trout. <laughs> no, it's like, it works great for catching me. I just sit there and gnaw them the entire time. So <laughs> it's not great for the fishing. It's like power bait for Dustin. It, 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 it is. It is. Especially if it's Skittles flavored. That's, that's, that's my 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 jam there there you go well listen folks you know we love questions on the articulate fly you can email them to us you can dm us on social media if we use your question i will send you some articulate fly swag and we're in our drawing for a half a day of fishing with dustin great way to try out central wyoming fishing and uh, dustin before i let you hop you want to let folks know where they can track you down and book in fish with you this season Absolutely. I uh, guide proudly for the Ugly Bug, which is located downtown Casper on South Center Street. Uh, you can swing in the shop or you can give them a call at area code 307-234-6905. Yeah, well, there you go. Are you doing any center pen trips for them this season? No, I haven't been pinning this season. Uh, not yet. Uh, we'll see. I actually saw a guy out the mile not too long ago with a pin set up and and I had to ask him if he was from the Great Lakes region. And he, and he goes, yeah, how did you know what gave it away? And I thought, well, you're pinning there. Uh, it's uh, not quite caught on here to central Wyoming, but uh, it's uh, definitely uh, popular back in the in the Great Lakes region. Um, so we had a good chat about that and talked to the guy and then been able to, the clients would go, what, what, what kind of rig was that he was using? So it, it made for a good uh, educational conversation point. Yeah, and he wasn't even Canadian. No, can, can you believe it? <laughs> well, listen, folks, show it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dustin. Tight lines, Marvin. Thanks so much. <laughs>